0: Thank you, Miss Sarah. Thank you, Miss Peggy. Well, welcome. You're here. It's Christmas Eve, and you're here. We are so glad that you're here at First United Methodist Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got four quick announcements before we get started. Everybody say, number one. You have attendance pads at the ends of the rows. If you will sign those and let us know you were here, even if this is your first time ever to walk through these doors, we wanna know you were here. We celebrate when so many people come through our doors. It just means a lot to us. Everybody say number two. Number two. In the pew pockets in front of you, you have something here that says, scan here for 11 a.m. worship bulletin. This is not 11 a.m. and the, Q- the QR code won't work, but it makes a little nice little church fan. You might need it tonight. I'm just gonna say technical difficulties and leave it at that. There are things I don't understand in this world. Wear a sweater to church, they said. It'll be festive, they said. So use these, it will not distract us one bit. If it makes you a little bit more comfortable, we are grateful. Everybody say number three. Number <laughs> three. Later in the service, we are all gonna to get to take communion together. We're gonna to do it in our pews. Ushers are gonna come around with baskets and you're gonna get to take a little cup like this. Everybody go, ooh. <laughs> now, there's a wafer on the top. What you're gonna need to do is very gently peel that first part off so you get the wafer first. If you can't do it, find a 10-year-old, they can. And peel that back, then peel for the juice. Now, after this service, everybody say, Mr. Mart. What can we do to be helpful? So it may, makes me very happy that you asked that. After this service, if you will take the empty little cups with you and dispose of them, it'll make it so much easier on our facilities team who is working, as you might imagine, very hard tonight. We want you to, from this service, we want you to take away hope and love and joy and peace and these little cups, okay? And if you have a gluten sensitivity and you need a gluten-free wafer, if you will let one of your ushers know, the baskets with the green towels have the gluten-free little, they're not really wafers. They're more like a little gluten-free chiclet, um, but, but it'll get the job done. So if you will let your ushers know. All right, and everybody say number four. Number four. <laughs> it is time for the eighth annual Dr. Mike and Mr. Mark Christmas Eve fire safety tutorial and extravaganza. When, <clears throat> when this thunderous ovation dies down, here's how it works. now. In a little bit, we're all gonna have fire, but we wanna do this in a very responsible way. So the way we do it is a lit candle always stays upright. And then if you wanna light your candle, you gotta come in at the angle, all right? Because what we don't want is wax on the floor, wax on a pew, wax on a neighbor, wax on ourselves. So Dr. Mike, let's see if we can, we're gonna try this game show style. If he, doesn't do it quite in the safest way possible. Let's all go. eh. Yeah, there's some good "ang" up here. And if he gets it right, let's all go ding, ding, ding. Let's see if this time Dr. Mike gets it right on the first try. We'll find out. Here we go.
1: Okay, Mr. Mark, here's what you do with the lit candle. You find an elf. You give the elf the lit candle and it jumps from person to candle, and jumps, and jumps, and...
0: I don't, I don't think that... Miss
1: Peggy, me. would you help please? Thank you. She has great hands. She
0: does. <laughs> Impressive.
1: All right, let's try it again. This is. I'm gonna try again from 3:30. Okay. Okay. You like a round of applause, right? I
0: love a round of applause. Have a
1: lit candle and give everyone near you a round of applause with the candle. <gasps> a round yeah. and a
0: round. Ri- I don't think that's gonna work.
1: Oh my.
0: All right, one more try. Oh. You're down to your last strike. Here think, we go. think,
1: think, think.
0: Oh, he's holding it upright. He's holding it. Lit. And here we go. everybody, go! Ding, 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 ding. So let us all do likewise later on. Let's give Dr. Mike a big round of applause. <laughs> but not with a lit candle. And with that, let's all stand up as we sing, Oh Come All You Faithful. The words will be on the screen on either side. be seated. At this time, I'd like to invite the ushers to come forward to collect our offering for this evening. Now, children, but we have to stand up because we got work to do. Way to go. My man, way to go. Choir, up, 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 up. Now, it has come to our attention that some people, particularly some grown-ups, think they can't sing. But in this season of hope, wonder, joy, and music. It's important to remember everyone can sing at Christmas and we're gonna find just that. Here's how it's gonna work. Every time the children sing Christmas you're gonna echo them. Children sing for them.
2: Christmas! Christmas!
0: Hmm, that was pretty good. Kids, I think they need a little bit of encouragement. Give them some encouragement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's try that again. Children sing Christmas. That was much better. Way to go. Now, be ready for your part, and along the way, we're also going to sing a very familiar Christmas carol. We would love it if you would join us on that, too. Here we go. If you are one of the parents of one of these golden-throated children, will you make yourself known so they can come find you? Ushers, make sure they don't get any further back than the back door. For our opening prayer. It's very simple. There's a call and response part. I will say a part, and then your response will always be the wonders of your love. Let's practice your part. Now, some of us like to pray using words. Some of us like to pray tracing in the sand. Sometimes we like to pray using our bodies. If you want to move a little bit while you pray, we understand this is a service where it's okay to move and pray at the same time. If you'll watch Miss Amber, she's going to show you some very simple movements to do when I'm saying my part. Ready? Here we go. Our eyes are ready to see the wonder. Our ears are ready to hear the wonder. Our hands are ready to share. Our hearts are ready to feel. Our hearts are ready for Jesus, and together we all say Amen. amen. And now I invite you to stand up as we sing the first Noel.
3: Excuse me, hello. Up here, it's me, Mouse. Tortoise Skunk and I are gathering twigs to build a nest for the Cardinal Twins. We're trying to finish before Christmas, and if if any of you happen to be carrying any spare twigs in your paws, in your cheek pouches, we'd certainly appreciate it Mouse! Yes, Tortoise?
4: They're children, not chipmunks. They don't have paws or cheek pouches, and they certainly don't have any spare twigs.
3: Oh, well, it never hurts to ask. How many twigs do you have so far?
4: Not enough. And why do we have to build a nest for the Cardinal twins? Shouldn't someone more feathery, more cardinally, be doing this instead?
3: Tortoise, I'm a mouse. My brain isn't big enough to worry about what others should or shouldn't do. All I know is if I can help, I will.
4: (sighs) You're right.
3: Noel, Noel.
4: Here come the little ones now.
5: Hi, Hi, Mouse. Mouse. Hi, friends. Hi, Tortoise. Hi. Hey, Tortoise? Yes? Is Is it it Christmas Christmas yet? No. Is Is it it Christmas Christmas yet? No. Is Is it it Christmas Christmas yet? Ah!
4: No, it's not Christmas yet, but Mount Tortoise is about to erupt if you two don't settle down.
5: (laughs) Tortoise, you're so funny. Yeah, we like you.
4: If you like me so much, why don't you help out? This is your nest we're building.
5: Sure. We'd love to
4: help. Great. We're gathering twigs, as many as we can find.
5: Is this a twig?
4: That's an acorn.
5: Is this a twig?
4: That's a pine cone.
5: Is this a twig? That's
4: a snail.
5: Put me down.
4: Look. Here comes Woodpecker. Why don't you go
5: bug, uh, help her? Great. We're really good helpers. Hey, Woodpecker, do you like Christmas carols? Do you know Deck the Halls? Let's do it together. Here we go. Deck the Halls with boughs of holly. Tis the season to be jolly. No! Skunk,
4: where have you been?
3: Did you find any twigs? Uh, There's a goose in the juice. There's a goose in the juice.
4: A goose in the juice. Skunk, that doesn't make any sense.
3: No, no, I mean
5: there's a Zeus on the caboose. Uh, There's a Zeus on the caboose.
4: We don't understand.
3: Tortoise, you know how Skunk gets her words turned around when she's flustered. Skunk. Just take a deep breath and try to find your words. We're listening. There's a
2: moose
5: on the loose.
4: (gasps) A moose on the loose? That's what I've been saying. What's a moose? moose? It's big and hairy. With giant antlers and stumpy hooves. And it roams the forest
3: making a sound like
4: a... No, no, it's more like...
3: Really? I thought it was more like a... Okay, but it's more Uh, like... So is the moose nearby?
5: Yes, and it could be here any second.
3: Moose on the loose!
5: Moose on the loose! I must run away! Moose on the loose! Moose on the loose! We must fly away!
4: Moose on the loose! Moose on the loose! I must crawl away! Slowly!
6: Hi, I'm Moose. Who are you? Ah! Nice to meet you. Uh, What a lovely name. Is it Scandinavian? Okay. Well, Merry Christmas. Hi, I'm Moose. Who are you?
3: I'm Mouse. Nice to meet you, Moose.
6: Are you going to run away too?
3: Why should I run away?
6: Because I'm really big and you're scared of me just like the other animals are.
3: I'm not scared of you.
6: You're not?
3: Moose, I'm a mouse. My brain isn't big enough to think about all the reasons I should be scared and run away. But I do know there's one good reason to stay here.
6: And what reason is that?
3: So we can be
6: friends. Oh, that's a lovely reason. What should we do now? I don't know that I've ever had a real friend before.
3: Well, friends take time to listen to each other.
6: Let's do that. We're not saying anything.
3: Real friends don't have to say anything. It's the listening that's the most important part.
6: Oh. This is nice. What else do friends do?
3: Friends help each other.
6: Mouse, do you need any help?
3: Oh, thank you for asking. I do. Before you got here, we were all looking for twigs to build a nest for two little cardinals. Maybe you could help me search for twigs.
6: I would love to. Hey, I think I may have found one. Oops. I think I stepped on it. Sorry.
3: Oh, don't worry, Moose. Now we have, um, two smaller twigs.
6: Is that helpful?
3: Sort of, yeah. Mouse, psst. What are you doing? The Moose is right there. I know, Skunk. Moose is helping us find twigs for the nest. The Moose is helping? Yes. Hey, everyone. It's okay. You can come out. Moose is a friend. See,
5: I told you there was nothing to be scared of. Did not. Did too. You're
3: actually helping us?
6: Sure. That's what friends do. Right, Mouse?
3: That's right, Moose. So, I'm friends with a moose now? It sure looks that way. (laughs) Has anyone seen Tortoise? I'm down here. Come on out, Tortoise. Moose is a
4: friend. No. If I come out, Moose will turn me into
5: turtle soup and eat me. Don't be silly. Moose won't turn you into turtle soup. No. Of course not. You're a tortoise. Moose will turn you into tortilla soup. (laughs) I don't
4: wanna be any kind of soup. I just wanna be tortoise.
6: Oh, moose don't eat tortoises. We just eat plants. Really? Really. Why'd you say so in the first place? Okay,
4: everyone, back to work. We gotta build this nest before Christmas. Do we have enough
5: twigs? Almost. We still need a few more. Hey Moose, has anyone ever told you that your antlers are like big branches?
6: I don't think so.
5: Yeah, you're like a walking tree. Mm -mm -mm. Woodpecker, don't get any ideas.
3: I think we have enough twigs now to finish the nest. Great! Only uh, one problem. Once the nest is finished, how do we get it in a tree? I can't climb trees. Don't look at me. I can climb trees, but I can't carry up a whole nest with me. We can't just leave the nest on the cold ground. That is not a safe place for little birds. (gasps) I have an idea. But, Moose, we'll need your help.
6: I would love to, friends help each other
3: They sure do, Moose Now if you'll just bend down, we'll take care of the rest Hey, Woodpecker,
5: do you know Oh Christmas Tree? It's your favorite? Great, let's do it
2: Oh Oh Christmas Christmas
5: Tree, Oh Christmas Christmas tree. Tree Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Woodpecker sure likes Christmas carols.
3: Cardinal friends, we have a surprise for you. And it's just in time for Christmas. A surprise? What
2: What is is it? What is it? it?
3: What
5: What is is it? it? Your new nest is finished. (gasps) Wow! It's very cozy. And we feel so safe way up here.
6: You are.
4: Glad you like it. We might have finished earlier if a certain woodpecker had lent a beak.
5: What does it say?
3: It says, Home. Home. Woodpecker, that's what you've been working on, isn't it? Oh, it's lovely.
4: Yeah, um, you're a real friend, Woodpecker.
3: And you're a real friend too, Moose.
6: I am?
3: You're more than a friend, Moose. (laughs) You're home.
6: I'm home.
3: <laughs> Merry Christmas!
2: Merry Christmas!
1: So tell me, what was it that Mouse and his friends were building for the Cardinal Twins? Yes, it was a nest. And did they end up having a big unexpected friend? Who was that? It was Moose. And did Moose become a friend to everyone? Yes. And all the friends together worked so that the Cardinal twins could have a safe and cozy home. Hooray for that. And hooray for our friend, Pastor Lance, who's going to help us have communion.
7: So as Mr. Mark mentioned at the beginning of our service, we'll receive communion this evening in the pews. We have baskets that will pass to each other row by row. And Christmas is all about celebrating Jesus being with us. And kids, when Jesus grew up, he wanted to make sure that people everywhere, no matter how young they were or how old they were, whether they lived in the time that he did or whether they lived 2,000 years later on the other side of the world, he wanted them all to know that he was with them still. So he gave us this special gift. He, on the day he was to give himself up for us, he took an ordinary loaf of bread, he gave thanks over it, blessed it and passed it, he broke it and he said, take all of you and eat, for this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the meal was over, he took a cup of ordinary table wine, gave thanks over it, blessed it and passed it, and said, take all of you and drink, for this is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so as I invite forward all who will be assisting with the serving of communion, we share this sacred meal in remembrance that Jesus is right with us. And now I invite all of you, as you are able, to join me in praying together the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
1: Friends, during the reading of the Christmas story, I want you to know that we're going to be able to hum together the first verse of six beautiful Christmas carols. And I hope that you'll have fun doing that. In those days, the emperor made a decree that everyone in the empire should be counted. This meant that everyone had to go to their hometowns to register. Joseph had to go to his hometown, the city of David, called Bethlehem. Joseph was engaged to Mary, who was expecting a baby. When Mary and Joseph arrived in Bethlehem, they found that there was no room for them in the inn. Mary and Joseph had to stay in a stable, and this is where the baby was born. Mary wrapped the baby in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Meanwhile, there were shepherds in the nearby fields keeping watch over their sheep by night. An angel appeared to them and said, Be not afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy, for to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, Christ the Lord. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and suddenly, there were even more angels all praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace to those on earth. When the angels left, the shepherds said, the Lord has seen fit to share this news with us. Let us go to Bethlehem to see what has taken place. So the shepherds hurried all the way to Bethlehem. There they found Mary, Joseph, and the baby. When the shepherds saw this, they told all about what the angel had said about the child. Everyone who heard was amazed. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. After a time, there came wise men from the east. The wise men were following a star in search of a savior that the prophets had predicted. When the wise men saw that the star had stopped, they were overcome with joy. When they saw the child there with Mary, the wise men knelt. And there they laid before him gifts of frankincense, myrrh, and gold. Those years ago a Savior was born, a child so small that the hopes and fears of all the years could be held in a mother's arms. All those years ago there was no room for this child. The Savior of the world, the King of Kings, was born in a stable. Tonight, Lord Jesus, we make room for you. We make room for you in our lives. Tonight, we make room for you in our hearts. Friends, let's all join together now in our prayer after receiving. Gracious God, your Son gave us a special meal as a way to remember your love for us. On a night like tonight, how could we possibly forget your love? Help us keep Christmas in our hearts tonight, tomorrow and always, that others may see your love in us a love that is unforgettable, amen.
7: For years and all around the world, a cherished Christmas Eve tradition has been to hear one of two stories about the song Silent Night. One story has to do with a little church in Germany and the circumstances of hope and perseverance that came about the first time that song was ever sung. The other story is a story told about the Christmas truce. A time during World War I when soldiers stopped their fighting and instead gathered together to play games, to sing songs, and to celebrate Christmas. But there is another silent night story, and it's the story of light. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light and there was light and God saw that the light was good. God made people who could see the light, walk in the light and share the light. But for God's people, there would be real times of darkness, doubt and despair. They would forget about the light. And right at those times, God's assurance would sound through the words of the prophets. Isaiah would say, arise and shine for your light has come. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. Again, in time, God's people would forget about the light. So God sent God's greatest light, the light of Christ, into the world. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. A light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Angels sang of the light, shepherds ran to see the light. Wise men followed the star and bowed in awe of this light. The Christ child would grow to give voice to God's love, telling his friends, I am the light of the world. Whoever whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And one day he turned to his friends and said, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father in heaven. On this silent night, may the light we hold in our hands remind us of the light we hold in our hearts. And may we be encouraged by Jesus' own words, calling us not only to see his light, but to be his light for we are light. The silent night story is the story of us. And now let us stand together and join in this cherished carol, this lullaby to the Christ child, this celebration of love's pure light. Kids, I invite you to look around you and just like the light of Christ's love surrounds you in this room with all of these candles, it surrounds you every day and everywhere you go. And you're a part of shining that light as well. In just a moment, we're going to head out through the doors and bumping into each other with candles lit is probably not the best idea. So do me a favor and look deep at your candle and rub your heart and help that light transfer from the candle into your heart. And when you're ready, you can blow it out. Kids, I also want you to take a look around you where you're sitting, your seat and on the floor. In just a few moments, all those seats are going to be filled by other friends and their adults. And one of the ways for us to all be kind, mice and moose, is to pick up any pieces of paper or communion trays or anything else that we have, please make sure to take those with you. Would you all please bow your heads and receive this benediction? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May God's face raise to shine upon you and may the light of Christ's love shine through you this Christmas and every day. Amen. Go
2: in peace. Merry Christmas.